0: All right, and welcome in to the Oklahoma Sports Podcast. We are the little podcast on the Prairie. I'm Jared, and I got Chase sitting across the couch from me
1: today. Yes, sir. I'm here, ready to go. What's been up, man? You know, just enjoying some Thunder basketball. The night, we're recording this. OKC got an easy win. It really chill for us. Don't have to worry about anything. Look up, and they're up 30 in the second half. Yeah, and-
0: just ran over the Detroit Pistons.
1: They uh, and they had a similar record to the Thunder, but man, they got run over. Yeah. I, oh, I was happy. It's 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 really fun watching this team this year.
0: So from the last time we talked to you guys to now, OU or the Thunder rather have been 3 and 0.
1: Yeah, yeah, 3 and 0 and looked great, you know, beat teams that they're supposed to beat, which after watching them last year, it's strange for them to do that and do that in such a such an easy fashion, you know, when they the last two games they played before this one they had the Cavs and the Hawks, which are probably two of the worst teams in the NBA. You know, shout out to Trey Young cuz we love watching him play. Yeah, but that been great. that team is in rebuild mode, tank mode. They just they're just not good. And so for OKC to come out and win both those games by double digits says a lot about this team and where they're headed. Yeah, I, I,
0: and like you, you put in the notes, like it feels good to win these games. We're supposed to be winning, and, and we talked about early in the early in the season of podcasting. Uh, we we needed to win these games that we that are out in front of us that are easy to win because this is the West, and these, these wins don't come for free when they do come around you got to take advantage of them and so far this season the thunder really have like it's almost like they smell the blood in the water and they're being aggressive we see especially in this in this most recent game this is monday night we're talking after they just destroy the pistons there were so many moments in that game where it was like okay they're playing together they're playing really hard they don't say okay it's the pistons free win they looked at the pistons record which was like i think 13 and 7 going into the game which is real similar to what the thunders was and said okay this team's good. We need to we need to put on a show to win this game. Russ went to work. It was a very balanced attack. I think actually Steven Adams led the led the team with, with twenty-one points. Yep. You love to see that. He's going up against Andre Drummond. He's a very and well Blake respected. Griffin. And Blake Griffin, that's a very respected uh a big big guy's in there. Yeah, that, that's a tough, tough defense to score on. And Steven Adams does it and, and they make it look relatively easy. They just run away in that game, and there were so many runs. Paul George has been so good lately. The free throw shooting's been so good lately. Uh, this team really feels like it's starting to fire on all cylinders. And I, you know, I think they'll go up and down as the season goes on. We've seen that a little bit. But overall, they had the best record in November, as you put in our notes, 12 and three. Yeah, yeah, they were they were tied with Toronto on that. But
1: that's what's crazy is this team got up, got off to such a bad start. And I don't say I don't want to say that that we overreacted, or but I mean a lot of people did, and we thought that they were playing up and down to competition. Well, it turns out, you know. We thought playing down to competition was playing down to sacramento who's been a good team so that loss doesn't look bad in retrospect so you know coming into this week i thought you know 3-0 it's a statement week you've got bad teams you should take care of business and that's what they did yeah they're taking care of business that's that's what we hit on early in the season
0: what was the issue in that 0-4 start horrible free throw shooting didn't have russ uh you know you had a number of guys out you weren't sure on your rotations yet those things have been figured out uh we've got guys out and we'll talk about that later but we still got guys out the other
1: stuff has really figured itself out yeah and you know billy's actually been good rotation wise he's He's letting guys make mistakes on the court, which which is what you like to see. You know, will not you know, the, especially
0: as young as the Thunder, yes, ha- like they've exactly. got They've got a they've got an older you know a middle aged core now, if you will, in, a, in their prime. But they're but yeah. they're but they're young. Got they still got a lot of young guys that they're letting mess up.
1: Yeah, and, and again, and that, and that's the biggest thing for me. You know, a lot of overreaction. Twitter is going to say, oh, he had a turnover. Oh, he missed two shots. Pull him, pull him. Yeah, that that kills a player's confidence. If if abrines is going down the floor thinks he has a step goes drives tries to finish and gets blocked you don't want him to immediately look to the bench and see if his sub is coming into the yep. game yep. it's just and and so billy giving these guys a longer leash to start the season has reaped a lot of benefits now especially with these young wings with the combination of of ferg abrines burton and Diallo. These guys have looked confident. They play hard defensively. They just they know their roles and they play them well, which, you know, has led to them being the best team defensively in all of the NBA. And that's without the best defender arguably in the NBA in Andre Roberson.
0: I don't know how we went this long in the podcast without bringing it up, but the Thunder are tied for first in the West right now. Yeah, after that win tonight. It's they're they're tied for first as of the recording of this podcast with uh, who Denver, Denver, L. A. and uh, Go- uh, Golden State has a lot more losses, but they've got one more win. So. Okay, but yep. it, but it's crazy to see them that high up. We we started zero four. I yeah. mean, it was like, are we gonna be more than like a seven seed this season? We hadn't seen anything good yet. You 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 look at it now, and they've just turned things completely around, and it's been so fun to watch. There's been a couple surprises this season, obviously. Uh, Denver and LA, two LA Clippers, Clippers yeah. two of the teams that the Thunder are tied with and in the in the in the, in the, in the Golden State Warriors not playing well. There's some crazy storylines early in the season, but at least the Thunder are beating these teams that they're supposed to beat, trying to put themselves in the best position they can get in when they start playing these kind of the grind part of their schedule.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And, you know, coming into this season, what I didn't want OKC to be was a storyline. Because if OKC is a storyline with ESPN, if they're in that A block with ESPN, with with Fox Sports, if they're you know if, if any sports talk radio, it means that they're not having a good year, and people are asking what's wrong with OKC. If OKC is playing well, you're not going to hear anything because everybody expects them to play well. Which is which is where we're which at. which is where we're at, and and, and it's where you want to be going into into the 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 second quarter of the season before you hit you know the new year and the All Star break. It's just they're just firing on all cylinders and i think what they've done is you know they've just started to play you know a slower tempo while everyone else in the nba is speeding up playing fast trying to go up and down up and down up and down okc's realized that their bread and butter is you know at least to start the game now once they get in a rhythm and a flow they'll speed up But to start the game, kind of play a little bit slower, move the ball, work through Steven Adams, who you've realized can get buckets inside. He's good passing from the post. And anytime someone helps down, he's good good about dishing out. There's ball rotation you finish at the cup. That allows your defense to get set. And the defense getting set turns to turnovers, which turns to fast break points. And so I think that they've developed a good rhythm of the style they want to play, and attack when they can attack, but don't try to run up and down every every possession
0: yeah and, that, and that's just going to make them fresher on defense too you brought up the fact that steven adams been facilitating a little there was a great play uh where the game was still kind of in contest against the pistons the night we're recording this we were sitting here watching it and they kicked the ball down into to, to adams in the post and he's kind of doubled pretty quick and so he's looking for the open man gives a really sharp pass out to the perimeter to paul george and paul george knocks it down that's been huge if they can do that they're I mean, anybody, even the Warriors, are gonna have a really hard time beating this team, and that's what we've seen. And and we we were so mad early in the season, man. They're such a bad three-point shooting team, such a bad free throw shooting team. They've cleaned those things up just by not 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 letting that get to their head. Just guys like guys like Abrines, who we just talked about, the night he hit seven threes, he scored 21 points, all of them on threes. You're not gonna see that very often, but the fact that they're not letting the the poor shooting get to their head that's the biggest thing and and you and I both played of course we played a lot lower level than the NBA or even college but in high school or junior high or or club ball whatever you're doing in the summer when you have a bad shooting streak or a bad shooting day you got to come back the next day like you did the day before last where you thought I can hit any shot that I that I take and the Thunder finally figured that out been shooting a ton better. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I can try to pull them up while you're talking next, but I can guarantee you those numbers have gone up tremendously since the first of the season where they were dead last, I want to say, in three point shooting, and maybe the the bottom four in uh in uh free throws.
1: Yeah. And you know, they're they're still gonna be in the bottom four as far as three point shooting is concerned. Um just just but it's improved. It's improved. And and I'll tell you where it starts in the catalyst of that. You you're gonna think it's gonna be Paul George, which he's been good, you know, great at, at what he's been doing. You're going to think it's Rush. You're going to think it's Dennis Schroeder. But for me, it's Jeremy Grant. He leads the team in three-point percentage, and he just looks confident. You know, to start the season, he looks sporadic attacking the basket. He didn't look like he was in rhythm. He didn't look controlled finishing at the rim. A lot of times he felt like he was trying to figure out if he wanted to to lay it up off the glass or try to go in and, and dunk on somebody, you know, put him through the rim. But he's really slowed. The, you can tell the game has slowed down for him as the season's gone on. And and he's been great. He's, he's really a fire starter to start to start the game you know tonight when when they played the pistons he had seven points really early on hit a three penetrated went right at blake griffin down inside with the layup the a few possessions later went right at andre drummond at the rim like he's he's making these big guys inside have to protect the rim which a lot of teams in the nba right now don't necessarily do they're more inclined to put them in a pick and roll isolate them and and make them contest a three well okc is just gonna attack 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 you at the rim wear you down and play inside-out instead of outside-in.
0: So, it's funny. I I just looked up the team stats. You want to guess where the Thunder are in three-point shooting right now?
1: 26th.
0: 30th. But, that's before today, I believe, uh, today's game. And maybe even the last game. I don't know how often this updates, but it's felt better. Maybe it's not better. Uh, Russ, some of the shots that Russ takes and things like that, they'll always have... You know it go down a little bit you'll see him pull up and try to make statement shots so that's not that's not perfect but if no. as long as you're winning this is something we talked about earlier as long as you're winning it's not that big a deal Oklahoma City as far as free throw shooting um is is somewhere in the in the in the lower 20s I want to say yeah. Uh, 26 yeah um but it's but it's at seventy one percent, which is way higher than it was to start the season. And in fact, in their last, uh, I think this is the last ten, they're seventy seven percent, which would be good for about
1: 15. What was that a uh, three point percentage they're shooting?
0: I believe like thirty one and a half.
1: See, to start the season, it was it was between twenty six and twenty eight. Okay. so that number's I don't gone feel up. so bad. No, that that number's <laughs> gone up a lot. It's just they started the season off so badly that that. That they're not anywhere close to being in in the top yeah. fifteen in that. But well, when you have a number one offense and a top fit or a number one defense and a top fifteen offense, and your net rating, which is you know the average of your your win and loss totals, that's in the top five. You're doing something right. It, it's just there's no way about it. Paul George looks like probably the best two way player in the league right now. You know, Kawhi Leonard is up there. Obviously, you you can argue that Kawhi's been been great, but but PG has been been so good for this team
0: man yeah and it really started kind of later in that spell where russ was out he he sort of found that swagger that made him again even last season we saw some games where he had good games but it wasn't a streak it was one or two games here and there that he sprinkled in where he where he felt good looked good whatever now i mean we expect it from him now he's just been clean uh whenever he gets a, he's a super efficient player which is exactly what you need think kevin durant back in the day when he was with okc because russ is going to take those crazy shots he's going to hit some of them he's going to run into somebody on fast break too fast and be out of control so you got to have whoever he's kicking it to be super efficient and paul george has done that and he's kind of taken a leadership role sometimes he comes in with that second unit which we've talked about so much we love him let come on with that second unit and look fantastic. Been a leader on this team, I think too, because Russ is such an emotional guy. I think he's the Russ. Sometimes is the bad cop. I think sometimes um, PG is the good guy, the good cop, and he comes in and kind of puts his arm around guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I think you know Russ is very up and down. Russ is a roller coaster. Russ is Russ is just up and down, up and down, and and Paul George is very level with everything yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's yeah. very even keel. He doesn't get too high. Doesn't get too low. Now obviously. He's gonna he's gonna get fired up in big games. He's gonna get technical fouls. He's gonna complain to the refs. Everybody does, but he's just he's very he's he's very even keeled with everything he does, which I think balances out what Russ brings to this team. And I think it's a very yin and yang to lead this team. And I think it's good because some guys respond to what Russ does. Just some guys respond to that to that fire that energy every game. And and then some guys, you know, respond more. They look and see you leading by example, which you know Steven Adams does a great job. Yeah, of yeah. You know, they got a couple leaders. On they've that got team. they've got some guys who who really just know how to lead that team, and and it's it's helped these young guys grow and improve and gain confidence, just game after game after game. And you know, to start the season, we asked a question. We said, could could this wing unit, you know, between Abrinas, Ferguson, Diallo. You know, Burton, we even threw, you know, TLC, yeah, Nader. Yep, yep. All these guys, could could a group of them do what Andre Robertson does, you know, as a collective unit to help this team win? And the Thunder being first in defense so far, the answer's got to be yes. Yeah,
0: so let's flip this around. We were going to talk next about the, def- uh, the upcoming schedule. Let's talk a little bit about injury updates. Roberson yep. having a bad setback. He's going to be uh, at least out another six weeks.
1: Yeah. So, so what they said in, in the Thunder Facility, you know, that he's been going through a lot of hard workouts. He's going through a workout, jumps, comes down wrong on his knee, feels some pain and discomfort, goes in for an MRI, and they show another fracture. Mm. So, he's out at least another six weeks. And that's six weeks before he even gets reevaluated. And so, it's just, it's going to be tough because realistically, you know, we talked about it last week. I just kind of wanted him back. You know, around Christmas time, you know, whether it be, you know, mid, you know, middle of January even. But at this point, you're just hoping he's he's back, you know, sometime right after the All-Star break, which is which is tough. But at the same time, this team has has developed such a such such good chemistry together that, that I think that, that they're just going to keep running and keep playing. And and with with the that injury and then, of course, Diallo was was hurt, but he's back available. He didn't play tonight after the uh after his ankle injury, but but he was available on the bench. I think that they're bringing him back slow because of how severe that injury just looked. Period.
0: Yeah, and I, I feel a little. I was gonna make a joke about the Thunder medical staff. I was gonna. Here's what was gonna be my joke. Just so just go along with this. I was gonna say, hey Chase, you want to hear a joke? Yeah, sure. Thunder medical staff. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I feel a little bit bad. I mean, you know, I, it's hard to say how much of that is on is on them. Um, it you know. That's just one of those things. Unfortunate. Man, I hope we see Roberson back this season. Uh, because, because like you said, I, I checked the team stats. Thunder, as of tonight, is still the number one defensive team. And pretty easily. And so, and Roberson was their best, well, arguably their, one of their better defenders. Yeah. He, could, he was the most versatile defender. Oh, I'll yeah, put he, it that way. Yeah. And so, it's crazy to have that good of a defense without him. We uh, Hope to see him back. Real quick, let's talk about their upcoming schedule. Yeah, for sure. we got at Brooklyn. At Chicago, Utah at home, and then at New Orleans.
1: Yeah, those, those first two games, you know, if if I had to choose some some teams to root for that, that weren't the Thunder, you've named two of them in the next two games, which both teams are awful. Yeah. But I'm a big Brooklyn Nets guy and I'm a big Chicago Bulls guy, but I think that the Thunder should beat those teams by 20.
0: Yeah, the, and, the, and and there's nothing that they've done, especially the latter half of this season so far, that, that would make us think, you know, they won't, they won't show up against those teams likely i would say those are yeah slam dunk easy two wins
1: yeah now the next two games get a little bit more complicated you know you've got what is it the, the jazz at home, and then and the jazz always come to play against okc for whatever and
0: the jazz not having a great season no 11 and 13 which is good they're 11 and 13 that's the second worst in the west that's not that bad no though. that's two games that's out right 500. around 500 yeah. and they're the second worst team in the in the west but, yeah, I mean, they've got some good players on that team and they show up to play the Thunder. That kind of feels like a rivalry to me. I mean, I don't know if it if it truly is to the players. You'd have to ask them. But it feels like one just because we always seem to match up with
1: them in the playoffs. Yeah, it, it does. And it's the same division, so you see them, you know, four times four times, a year. Four times a year. But it it feels like, you know, I think last year Utah, feel, it feels like they manufactured that rivalry and brought emotion into the game. To win that series because they didn't match up straight up with OKC, weren't going to win that series unless they did something like that. And when you've got a guy like like Joe Ingles on the on the team who just is an instigator, mm-hmm. he's there to instigate and and hit a three and and stare at you and and do that. And and then you know they add Grayson Allen who's who's famous at Duke for you know being able to be a white guy who who dunks pretty well and then trips people, he's, he's, he's real good at tripping people, people. Yeah. And yeah, just kind of a dirty player. So you expect. It's gonna, gonna be were, a,
0: it's gonna be one to watch, cause yeah. it's gonna get a little chippy, I, I would reckon.
1: Yeah, oh, I definitely agree. And you know, they had, they had some, some stuff happen last year. You know, in the playoffs, some fans yelling at Russ, and then Russ says something back, and then the fan backs off. Like, I guess people forget when you're in the stands and that close that these dudes are human. There's no rail. There's no rail. Yeah. <laughs> you're not really protected if, no. you're, if you're
0: gonna talk trash. Be ready, cause yeah. it could, you could make them snap. So I, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer and say they beat the Jazz. The Jazz just haven't had a great season And it so is far. a game at home. Yeah. And it's at home. And you know the Thunder fans are going to bring the energy. So the next game against the uh, Pelicans in New Orleans. I feel good about that one, too. Uh, the Pelicans are a great team. They actually match up with OKC pretty decently. But uh, they've been kind of up and down this season. I actually kind of like the Thunder in that one as well. I, I kind of think they might go 4-0 in this stretch.
1: Yeah, I can I could see it. I think if they're going to lose a game, it's going to be to the Jazz. Even though the Jazz haven't played great, they always get up for a game against OKC. They're always tough. And so so I think New Orleans just doesn't play a great defense. They've got really two good defenders in Drew Holiday and who we've talked about on previous pods and then yep. Anthony Davis, who's just a monster on both ends of the court. But again, Drew doesn't match up well with OKC's wing length. So if you're going to put him on rust, then Paul George is just going to eat the entire game. If you put him on PG... Russ is going to eat the entire game. And Miritich, you know, he's he's a great offensive player, but if they put him in any type of pick and roll, he can't defend that. If he gets switched on to Stephen Adams, it's an it's a bucket. You might as well just yell, Mouse in the house dish it down. <laughs> All you hope is that he doesn't he doesn't, you know, take an elbow to the forearm and flop or do something like that. Yeah. But but I I think that that's a win. You know, New Orleans has just been real up and down. It basically if Anthony Davis doesn't have a phenomenal game and drop 45 or 50, OKC is going to win this game.
0: So I don't know if you're with me, but I, I, I feel a 4 0 on this one.
1: Yeah, no, I feel 4 0 too. I think this team is, when we come in next week, we're going to say that this team's rolled off seven straight. and would sick. And it's looked good. And, you know, that'll be, you know, coming into a little bit more of the meat of the schedule, have have a really tough into end, end of uh, December. But, but I think if they can start this month off and get rolling, you know, keep up what they're doing, you know, playing inside out. You know, playing smart ball, playing hard, attacking, you know, in the fast break when they need to. Yep. You know, the sky's the limit. And again, it's just, it's been fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's fun to watch. So Thunder fans, uh, get into it this season. OU's on a little bit of a break. Uh, So if if you're a Sooners fan, it's time to start watching some Thunder basketball while you wait on the big time matchup with Bama, which we talked about on our OU football podcast. You can check that one out. It should already be out at the time of you listening to this one. Definitely. So check that out as well. Um, but it's time to get excited for the thunder. They're playing great basketball, best uh, record in November in the entire NBA. And they're they've the off West. three straight. And we think by the time the next time you hear from us on thunder, uh, they're going to be seven and uh, on a seven game win streak. So check us out. We're on Spotify now. Yeah, that's been pretty exciting
1: yeah it, it's big time we we got up recently and you know the layout super clean the the audio is great you know red door does a great job with what they do
0: yeah we sent on a screenshot of, of our spotify profile just just on just through twitter at okay sports podcast and it just looks so cool to me uh it looks really pretty and so you can follow us there on spotify if you know we're all also on apple podcast and if you absolutely have to we're also on soundcloud you can catch us in all three of those places but the most important place to follow us is on social media. We'll always tweet out those links when when one of our podcasts go live. Catch us there, OK Sports Podcast. Um, we like to have fun on the podcast. Uh, send us a, send us a message anytime. Uh, we're always open to hear what the fans think and things to try to improve. This always so. Had a blast doing this one. Yeah, it
1: was fun. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you.